Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Adam Morgan. The Veterans Advocacy Project connects individual veterans with Colorado attorneys and law students from the University of Denver to support vets with disability benefit compensation needs, veterans' claims appeals, and discharge upgrade cases. And with the Colorado Bar Association, the VAP can also assist veterans with bankruptcy, housing, and family law issues. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. The Military and Veterans Affairs section of the Colorado Bar Association, in concert with the Veterans Advocacy Project, conducts clinics throughout the state each month to meet with veterans and understand their legal needs and counsel them appropriately. It is a valuable outreach regarding which too few veterans are aware. On this edition, we gain insight to this outreach to veterans, along with the additional support to vets from the Colorado Bar Association with the Director of Public Legal Education for the CBA, Ms. Carolyn Gravitt. The Veterans Advocacy Program, how did it get started? Um, well, we we knew that there was this huge gap of veterans that weren't served, that didn't necessarily qualify for uh, federal legal aid. There was a small group of like-minded, and we decided to start these clinics. Started very, very small. Yeah. Um, we had clinics um, over in Five Points area at the Bo Matthews Center. Uh-huh. Um, Bo Matthews hosted us, and um, then they got so big we ran out of space, and then we moved over to where we are now. Yeah, Bo Matthews, that was a community outreach from a gentleman who used to play at the University of Colorado. And I think he did some professional ball, but I just not, I don't know about that one. But uh, he did do a good outreach with the Bo Matthews Center. Yeah. And so you all were there as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, he has some sort of sports background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And veterans, um, I guess veterans at first were probably, why are you all doing this? You know, <laughs> we had some kind of trouble, mm-hmm. you know, but they, but the ones, the early ones probably embraced it, you know. To see, and they needed some help all the time. How did you determine what areas you were going to work in to well, support? Well, when them? we started the program, we really had all doors open that we were going to help all veterans and families of veterans that walked in. And uh, through trial and error, we kind of found out that it, almost twenty percent of them was veterans benefit cases, and then uh, second would probably what is family law. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they come back from you know, two or three times in Afghanistan, and they have broken families. Um, yeah. or Multiple they, deployments. Y- yeah. Hurt. They hurt families. Yeah. Um, and so those are the top two cases, types of cases we deal with. Um, but there's everything from um, bankruptcy, um, civil rights, employment. We have hundreds of cases involving employment and, and property, um, evictions, Employment? Yeah. Um, because, because they can't get a job or maybe some service-connected issue happens it, on the job. And yes, usually the second, yes. Yeah. Um, or, or they feel like they were let go in an unjust manner and they just really want to talk to an attorney. And so you're, you're able to help them with that kind of thing mm-hmm. too. PTSD now is probably yeah. a very important area as well. Yes, PTSD and and. PTSD and all the spectrums of it, it affects everything from family law to employment. It affects all those things, and um, including criminal misdemeanors. 
Um, they could have, you know, some sort of um, episode at home yeah. that they maybe don't remember. Um, we've had a few domestic violence cases in, in which special circumstances where they have had a PTSD-related incident and they don't remember any of it. Yeah. Um, we've had a few veterans cases that we've taken that um, have been arrested in public, um, again, made some bad decisions maybe with alcohol or other things, but it all kind of comes down to PTSD as well. Um, One of the hardest things when we started this was when I'm training all the attorneys, I have to remind them that they're not social workers, you know, um, that we we do have an extensive list of where we can send some of these veterans to get the additional care they need because it's usually not just legal that they need. They need some sort of social care as well. But we are just handling the legal matters. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't teach any of that other stuff in law school. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Are, are you finding that or, or have you found over the years that uh, Vietnam-era veterans have different legal needs than uh, more younger veterans from Afghanistan and Iraq and, and that kind of thing? I don't know if you all have that, that kind of detail, but – those were two different kinds of yeah. eras and two different types of uh, right. experiences mm-hmm. for them. The Vietnam veterans do have complete different um, legal issues. Uh, a lot of their legal issues are related to family, but more of a state and benefits. Um, let's say they are on benefits and years down the road they get a divorce or there's some sort of argument about a will and who gets what, and and so those benefits come into question. Yeah. Um, but the Vietnam veteran, you know, we also they they also have issues with employment, or you know, I had one gentleman. Um, sometimes there's some tr- lack of trust issues with some of the veterans in general, but I find more so with the Vietnam veterans that they're not sure why we're helping. You know, they yeah. um, they maybe don't have the best relationship with the VA. And so they're questioning some of their benefits, um, their current benefits. Maybe they don't get sure. full benefits, but they want full benefits. Or, you know, we've had some of them with some cases involving Agent Orange and um, things like that. The effects that, of Agent – well, that was in your early years. Are you still having some of those yeah, now? Yeah, we still have cases come really? up. Because more research has been done, and so maybe the veteran was discharged and didn't have any information or in some cases wasn't told – about the information until years after they were no longer in service. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, those cases definitely come up. Wow. And you do the the primary contact place. I don't know if you call it ingest place, contact place. Um, is that the through the Volunteers of America Veteran Service Center down on yes, uh, they host, Santa Fe, right? Yes, they host our clinic. So on the second Tuesday of every month from noon to 2 – um, they host our. They host all of our attorneys, and the veterans come in, and seventy uh, percent of these cases are handled on the spot, because they just want an attorney to look over their property papers, or they just want an attorney to, you know, they have a few questions they want answered. But then um, the rest of the cases come back to my desk, and they're assigned to attorneys across the state of Colorado. We have three hundred and seventy-seven 
attorneys that volunteer their services. 377. 77. And we're busy. (laughs) We've uh, assigned over 500 pro bono cases since we started in 2012. That shows what how huge this need is. So you have the veterans coming into the clinic that are being served on the spot. And then you have some that need additional help. Um, And those are the ones that are signed. So the 500 cases are just the ones that are signed to some of our uh, volunteers. So if a veteran lives in Rangeley, he can give you a call or something mm-hmm. or come in. Absolutely. How, does, how do they um, get we, in contact? Yeah, we have an email. Out- outline yeah. support. We, it was my phone number, and then I said, no, this isn't working because <laughs> I didn't know that I would be ringing off the hook. But um, now if they email CLCV at cobar.org, which is CLCV at, co- at cobar.org, um, their emails will be answered. And so if they say, you know, I live in, um, you know, Fort Collins, there's not a clinic near me, or I'm disabled and I can't make it to a clinic, then we call them and, and work it out and try to figure out what mm-hmm. their need is. And we'll have an attorney call them that week. Now, you've probably through the years have seen more because the number of women in the military has increased. Yes. Are, are you seeing more legal services needs from women these days who have had service-connected experiences that they need to have resolved? We are actually working on educating more of the women veterans groups uh, that we are here to help, but only the last couple years have we seen some of those increase. Um, just recently, we partnered up with um, another group that just does veteran service service activities and had a table just so we could talk about what we do. So yeah. we're kind of in the awareness point with the women veterans. Um, a lot of them don't think they have a case or approach or scared that they'll lose their benefits if they um, if they say anything. If they about say it. anything. Yeah. So over the last couple years, it's been slowly increasing. Yeah, yeah. because I know at one point. Um, We had a guest who put together the first and second and third Women Veterans Conference, and and these ladies were sharing with us that there were a lot of women who did not consider themselves veterans because they did not go into a combat zone. Mm -hmm. And so they weren't taking advantage of that at all. And and so I was curious whether or not, you know, some of them, maybe they're starting to think, if I need some help, I can – I can go to VA. We definitely are getting that. more than usual, um, mm-hmm. and I hope it increases. Um, we have ha- handled a few cases involving sexual assault, um, and I think that's really hard for the female veteran to come forward because they're afraid yeah. that they would there would be ramifications. And um, but we have been able to help them successfully, and that's really exciting. Departing from uh, the veteran aspect. Of it, one of the um, one of the areas which you gain support or people to help you get the law, getting get the work done, is at the University of Denver. Mm-hmm. So some young lawyers or lawyer yes. prospect, prospects, I don't know what the word yeah. is you use. Yeah, they, I like that prospects. Prospects yeah. they 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 volunteer too to help. Yes, yeah, so they have helped especially with upgrades. Um, there's a program there. Okay, upgrades, meaning? Um, benefit upgrades or status upgrades to the veterans. Okay, so upgrades means maybe they received a dishonorable discharge and now they're trying to work on that. Exactly. To to get that. Okay, yes. got it. Yes. Okay. Um, and so the students will handle a lot of the calls, a lot of the paperwork, and it's actually a clinic at the University of Denver Sturm Law. Um, and 
so that yeah, they're very. We keep them very, very busy. But the veteran who needs some assistance uh, needs to know that there will be an attorney there. It won't be a, a student that's doing it. Yeah, and that's a where the clinic comes. But place. the uh, yeah. but a, 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 but a licensed attorney will get the work done. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now. Um, the Colorado Bar Association, you also have your own uh, – well, the, so that I don't totally confuse the listeners, the Veterans Advocacy Program is a part of your outreach, right? Yes. So, and, and the other uh, law things that you do to support veterans as well. What are some of the other things that you do? I know you mentioned family law. Yeah, so employment. the main program is called Colorado Lawyers for Colorado Veterans. Okay. Um, the clinic at, at the University of Denver with the law students is mm-hmm. the um, veteran advocacy program. Okay. Um, but a lot of the cases that we come in, you know, as I mentioned, benefits, civil rights, bankruptcy, um, property, housing, family law, driver, even driver's license problems, um, a lot of these are resolved by just talking to an attorney on the phone. And, you know, now, yes. And nowadays people, it's, it's untouchable for a lot of people. You know, these hourly rates can be very high for even someone in in what we would classify as the middle class, right? So these volunteer attorneys, um, I send out these massive lists of case and cases and they contact me and say, I'll take this case, I'll take that case. And a lot of them, they resolve over the phones or they um, have the veteran come into their office and I couple weeks ago, just one really good feel-good story is yeah. um, I had a, a, one of my volunteers who I I sent him an email on Friday at 5 p.m. saying, I just got a voicemail from a mother who is concerned her, hus- her son was arrested, um, and I do think there's some PTSD involved, and I, I need some help to just someone go meet him for his his uh, court date Monday morning. Yeah, and he was there. the the veteran The volunteer attorney showed up to help this veteran, oh, and it meant terrific. the world to me. Oh yeah, I um, bet because they get scared. The system's scary, you know. And um, whether they were picked up on a Friday night or they have fam- family problems or they're looking at getting a divorce, the system is scary. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just having a phone call from an attorney can ease your mind and. You can are, are sleep we, better. Are we victims of our own misinformation among ourselves when it comes to the legal system? You've said that several times. Yeah. I think, well, well they, they can resolve something on the phone. And most of us go, oh, man, if it's legal, I'm in deep trouble. And, and You know, maybe I've been doing it, it too long. But, yeah, some of it, it, it's. No, no, that's no, no. It's, you're just being practical yeah, about I'm as being to practical. what it is. Like, and I the can't rest repair a car, but, you know, some of it is is easily resolved by just looking at the matter and getting some concrete answers. We do appreciate the time of Ms. Carolyn Gravitt, Director of Public Legal Education. That includes the Veterans Advocacy Program of the Colorado Bar Association for being our guest on this edition. Again, the Veterans Advocacy Project is located with the Volunteers of America Veterans Service Center at 1247 Santa Fe Drive near downtown Denver. Or contact them via email at clcv at cobar.org. That's clcv at c-o-b-a-r dot org. Should you know of a vet who might need their support, we do encourage you to connect them or yourself with the project. It is another positive outreach of this community to veterans to thank them for their service. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay in your game.
and we thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.